Count Julie. First things first. Listening to last week's episode, I must address something very quickly to one Dave Little. Mr. Little, I regret to inform you that that wasn't me you were hanging out with. It was quite possibly someone who is a janitor or a nice carnival ride operator. But it was not me, Count Julie. I have not been outside to socialize in a very long time. And in regards to your fiance Stephanie's friends, I appreciate the gesture, but I am only attracted to women from the 18th century, or women who have been in an iron lung. Now that that is out of the way, welcome to week two. What is that noise? I thought I uninstalled the drawbridge. What is that clanging? Sounds like it's coming from the basement. Er, I mean... Dungeon! What is going on down there? Well, hey, cuz. Was wondering when you'd get up. Hold on, I'll be right up. Need to have my cool-down shake. The clanging, the grunting, a cool-down shake? What kind of unsavory things have you brought into my home? What the hell is this? What is all this crap? Oh. I took the liberty of setting up a gym down here. Gotta keep looking good for the Cool Hunks Jamboree. What makes you think you have the right to make changes to my property? Calm down, cuz. I didn't move much out of the way. I put down mats so the equipment wouldn't scuff the cobblestone. This is all besides the point. How did you get all this stuff in here? There is only one way in and out of this place, and that is the front doors. I had it all on next day delivery. Got up early this morning, and when it got here, had all the delivery crew help me bring it in. All the while, you were in your coffin, getting your beauty sleep. What? You are telling me you gave out my address, had people come into my castle, and down into the basement? I mean, dungeon? Yeah, so... Oh, chill out, Yuli. It's all good. People still think that we sleep at night, so they were none the wiser. But what about the damn... Where is Boris's coffin? Huh? Where is the coffin that was sitting in the corner? That antique? I did you a favor and had the moving men throw it out. Don't worry, though. I told them it was a Halloween decoration, so your precious secret wouldn't be revealed. You! I can't believe! How could? Hey, pick a side, Chief. Who the hell is this? Oh, him? That's a little stiffy. He's helping train me for the physique water balloon toss. He used to scare people stiff, and now he just makes sure my back is stiff as a board from my deadlifts. You left a goblin in here? Goblins and vampires are unholy enemies. How could you be so reckless? Let's leave the bygone era nonsense in the past, Yuli. This is a different time. I wouldn't be in this jamboree without the stiff one. Hey, you think you can crank out one more room? Only if you spot me, stiff man. I don't know what to say. Home gym? Boris's coffin? Stiff man! This is all just so careless. The innuendo alone is turning my stomach. I need to go upstairs to gather my thoughts. I can't believe my bad luck. Well, 
at least I still have you, dear friends. I am beside myself right now. But I have an obligation to all of you, and it is of the utmost importance to me. This week, the guys tackled the second edition of the Radcast Dollar Rentals, as they tell the tale of another set of twin rascals. It's the Olsen Twins Halloween Adventure Double Double Toil and Trouble. Stay tuned, the Radcast will be right back. We are. We're fine. It's October's finally here. We are recording this on October first, Thursday, yes. October first. It's, exactly. it's the kicks off the greatest time of the year. Exactly. Like we are. We are very excited. Welcome back into the Radcast, everybody. Week two of the five, five weeks, weeks of, of fright. fright. We're excited because today is a movie we didn't grow up with. Um, we are familiar with it because we watched um, like the Olsen Twins. You're invited videos. We're and aware what, of. The, we yeah. were aware of this. Movie. Yeah, of course. Of course, especially you know fellow twins yeah. with uh, the Olsen twins. Obviously, I I made a post about it early, you know, a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. that we get mistaken for the Olsen twins. All it was the time. all in jest, yeah. but in all honesty, people would ask us like growing up because we're twins. Ask us, well, do you guys like the Olsen twins, or are you like the Olsen twins? I was like, in what way? Yeah, it's filthy, stinking rich. No, no, that's it's a no for me, dog. Yeah, we wouldn't be this doing this stupid show if we were rich. Yeah. Um. Anyway, hi everybody. Welcome. Thank back you for in. listening. Yeah. Thanks everybody. Uh, this is also the second edition of the Radcast Dollar Rentals. We had a, yes. we had a lot of fun doing Cody Banks last month. Mm-hmm. Um. Hopefully you all enjoyed listening to it, and we hope to have much more to come. But for right now, it is five weeks of fright. Yes. Five week weeks of two. fright. Week two. Double double. Toil and trouble. And let's just let's just jump into it. Can I just say week one was a rousing success? Oh yes, of course, fantastic of course. Was, time yes. with Dave, Stephanie with the dynamite drop-ins. Mm-hmm. We got to have her on at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, Felissa Rose with the amazing intro. Mm-hmm. Um, we mentioned the character Meg. Yeah, uh, in the movie, who is like the mean antagonist mm-hmm. counselor or whatever. Yeah, like the the for lack of a better term, the bitchy mean girl. Yeah. And uh, we tagged the actual Kathy Kami, yeah. the actual actress. Mm-hmm. I tagged her in the Instagram post, and she commented on it. Yeah, like saying, "Sounds like fun, man." So yeah, I mean, even even if she never listens to it, that's just cool enough. Well, Dave posted about it today. The day we're recording, October first, Dave posted about it, and she commented on that, saying like, "Great job" or something like that. Uh, and I was like, maybe maybe she maybe, did listen to it. Maybe Kathy Kami, if uh, if you liked what you heard with. Uh, with um, Sleepaway Camp, uh, hopefully you uh, you are a fan of but, uh, the Olsen of, Twins of, this week because yes. you're invited. Yeah, you're invited. We're hopefully not, we're not watching a you're invited. No. No. Hopefully you become though. a fan of us so you can listen to all of our other episodes. Yes. Um, but if not, thank you for listening. Yes. Or just thank you for commenting on Instagram. So let's just jump into it. Yes. Like we said, we didn't grow up with this movie, but this has all the earmarks of a lot of things about Halloween that we like. Yeah. It's very innocent. Definitely has that look of a straight to video. Um, Which I production. like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A TV movie like production. Yeah. Uh, it looks like had you know halloween town it's yeah. it, it, very much the atmosphere of like an innocent halloween yeah movie. like like i always equate that feeling that that innocent kind of halloween feel to just like you know a an elementary school halloween party yeah which essentially is yeah. how this movie starts off yep exactly um, it, it's no opening credits or anything um I'll get to i'll get to how it starts after i give a little bit of the information here which was very little yeah, no, it's you. The only thing, the only information wise on the production that you find is whatever IMDb gives you as far as actors and actresses mm-hmm. and where it's filmed. Other than that, there's no information about this movie. Yeah. So it looks like we're going to have to make it up. I like that idea, Steven. Yes. You call me by my Christian name. Yeah, you uh, were supposed to. We didn't introduce ourselves. Oh, so. sorry. Hi. I'm Steven. I'm Matt, his brother, his twin brothers, fraternal yes. twin brother. Twins, just like the twin rascals, like Yuli said, the Olsen twins. I um, am the Mary Kate to his Mary Kate. We're both Mary Kate. We're both Kate. Mary Kate Olsen. Yes, exactly. We're, we used, 
I, I like to think uh, we could get away with telling people we were baby Nikki and Alex on Full House. Gotten away they, with that a couple times. 1991, that's yeah. when we were born. Yep. Uh, so anyway, let's get into Bubble Bubble Toil and Trouble, which is from the chant in Macbeth, which when you think Shakespeare, you think the Olsen twins. That, is that what it's from? Macbeth? Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yep. Macbeth. Yes. Uh, so released October 30th, 1993. Uh, it was made for TV, so it's our first rental of any type that doesn't have box office information. That actually falls within the dollar, like our Radcast dollar rental yeah. criteria, like fully. Mm-hmm. So it was made for TV, and like we said, kind of up top here, you can tell. Like, you can always tell the made yeah. for TV movies, especially the early 90s ones. Mm-hmm. Directed by Stuart Margolin, who actually has 121 acting credits. So he, really? he was he was on shows all throughout the 60s up until like the 90s and he was in movies from the 60s and he still acts he was on the mm. rockford files kelly's oh. heroes death wish so jacob and the fat man N- well no maybe well, I, pff, yeah i mean yeah. he has all those credits i mean you just he does he did a lot with james garner family affair you, you probably could name sure <laughs> yeah he was on the love boats love yeah. or no he was on love american stock and a love boat who cares if you had a map of 70s tv shows you probably throw a dart and what's his nuts was probably in that movie. Yes, or show. Stuart Margolin. Stuart Margolin. Um, still acting to this day. Directed various episodes of TV shows in that time span. He directed The Facts of Life Down Under. Um, ah. He directed How the West Was Fun, which I think oh, was after another Mary Kate Ashley movie. Um, it's got Martin Mull in it. Oh yes, Martin he Mull. He plays a bad cowboy. Yeah, in every movie he's ever in. <laughs> can you? I I just want to be an actor so I can go up to casting agents and be like, I want to play the bad cowboy. Yes. Yeah, I think he played the same character in uh, in Mr. Mom as well. Oh yeah. I think I think this is How the West Was Fun is a sequel to Mr. It Mom. It is. Yeah. Um, and he was also he also directed a movie called Saltwater Moose, where the entire runtime spent watching a bearded Timothy Dalton try to eat a moose. <laughs> <laughs> Swear I'll get it this time. Yes, I was James Bond. Damn it! Um, starring Mary, it's just Kate. a damn moose. I mean, come on, how hot could it be? Uh, starring Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen as Kelly and Lynn Farmer, um, Cloris Leachman as Aunt Agatha and Aunt Sophia. That's the star power in the movie. Yes, exactly. Cloris she, Leachman. In all, in all seriousness, Cloris Leachman is a comedy icon. Yeah. Oh, Mary, oh, Mary yeah. Tyler Moore she, show. She has, She's, she has some. There's, there's one or two genuinely funny parts, and one of them, but both of them come from Cloris. All Leachman. this Betty White hype over the past five years, all that should be also distributed to Cloris Leachman because she's. She's pushing. She's almost to a hundred, and she's still in stuff. And she's mm-hmm. she's a comedy legend. Out of out of the the octogenarian slash um, whatever nineties are. Yeah. Um. I was Betty White. Although Betty White is like, she can be dirty. I sure. Betty White's the Beatles, and Cloris Leachman is the Rolling Stones. I like that. And I go with the Rolling Stones yeah. every time. So Cloris Leachman is the shining part in this movie. Uh, Philip Fondacaro is Oscar, famous little person actor. Oh yeah, yeah. Probably also any, in Willow, which he, we're gonna do any, for our rentals. Any eighties or nineties movie that involved a little person yeah. or dwarf cast, um, Philip Fondacaro. Philip Fondacaro. Yeah, probably. In it. He, he was plays, in Ewok. In he, he was in Jedi. Ewok. He was in. He had a speaking role in Willow. Mm-hmm. Um, he's probably in Time Bandits. Yeah. Um, so Phil Phil von Phil Fondacaro, I actually as a kid um, was afraid of him, not because he was a little person, right. but because of his uh, curly mullet <laughs> and his vo- I, and his yeah. mustache. I That's why that. I was afraid of, and and his voice. I could definitely see. He's that. a very raspy voice. Yeah. Eric McCormick as Don Farmer from Will and Grace fame. Yes, Kelly Fox as Christine Farmer, so the girl's parents, and Meshach Taylor as Hollywood Montrose. <laughs> <laughs> his, his name in this is close to Hollywood. It's Mister N, and yeah. it's not even close to his character. And that's yeah. from the movie Mannequin and Mannequin yeah. Two. Uh, he's never also, seen those movies, but I love the name Hollywood Montrose. Well, just look up Hollywood Montrose, and he looks ridiculous, but yeah. he looks like he's the best part of the movie. Yeah, exactly. Um, he's great in Designing Women as well. Our mom watched Designing Women when we were growing up, mm-hmm. and so that was our exposure to Meshach Taylor. <laughs> um, and appearances by well-known character actor Wayne Robson as the skittish exposition-wielding oh, yeah. gravedigger, mm-hmm. and Matthew Walker as George. So, oh yeah, yeah, George. Yes, released by Dual Star Entertainment, which was created to have the Olsen star in a bunch of shit. And then, wasn't that was then, their company? Then, wasn't the, it? then they became like in 2002, they like bought out the company. You, so they've been they've been golden 
egg laying gooses. Can, since you, can you imagine they walk into like the CEO's office or whatever, the owner, whatever, and he's like, oh, hello, girls. Can't wait to have you in the next preteen comedy romp. And they're like, we don't want to do that anymore. I'm like, oh, well, mm-hmm. what do you want to do? We want to run this company. <laughs> oh, well, you're basically running it. You're a golden geese. You're running it now. You've made all of our no, movies. we want to buy you out. You're gone, Kimosabi. Give me, give me your keys. Yes, We're wh- buying you out. What? What can I still drive the company car? Or knock yourself out. Hand it, no, hand it over. But you've given me so little time to move out. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. That's very a good funny. name for a show. Yeah, very funny. Vamoose. Um, so in 2002, they were 16. So by the time they yeah. were 16, they'd already made switching goals. Yes, which we will cover uh, in Billboard one of these Dad days. and Billboard Dad yeah. and whatever else. It takes um, two. It takes two. That's a fun movie. Um, so the movie opens with narration. Um, Philip Fondacaro as Oscar um, saying, The following is based on true events. I was like, which it probably is not. It isn't. No. <laughs> I don't know why you even put that in there. It probably isn't based on true events. The intrigue. Yes. Intrigue. And pretty much it opens up, like we said, on a Halloween party. There's no yeah. credits or anything. It, you just jump right in. Right. And it's just... It's just that part's fun because it's an early 90s kids Halloween party. Yeah. And it's just, I don't know, there's like warmth to it. There's fall atmosphere. It's like bobbing for apples. There's a stoic red-haired fat kid. Yeah, who never shows up again. Yeah, exactly. You're like, oh, he's might play a role. This is He, he might be a funny little kid, but stoic red-haired fat kid's the key to all this. It's the key to all this. <laughs> George Lucas um, had a hand in casting that child. Yes, he did. Um, and they have all these all these various things, and then the woman, the adult who is running the party. Yeah, we don't know if she's a teacher. Yeah, or we don't what know who the hell is. is. Um, Apparently, this is the first time she's ever met Kelly and Lee. So there's there's a there's those a, are the names, right? Kelly and Lynn. Kelly and Lynn. Yes. Um, so there's a ton of red flags in this movie of the early nineties where yeah. that's just one of them. It's like, uh, how well do you do all of your parents know this woman? There are so many things in this movie, even the small things that are vehicles to certain tropes or whatever. Like mm-hmm. we're going to play this as a vehicle to the twin trope or whatever. Like you're probably coming up on when they win that magic wand. Or yeah. Whatever. So they like, sh- there's a big tent, this woman's yard that they're having this Halloween party in. And they're the all the exterminators kid- put up the tent. Exactly. <laughs> this is all a ploy for her to, to, to kill all these children. <laughs> She's um, the real witch. She, this is Hansel and Gretel. Yeah. yeah. Um, but she ushers them all in and they have the pumpkin carving contest or whatever. And, uh, she's like, here's Oscar the clown. And it's Phil Fondacaro who comes yeah. in and a can clown get up or whatever. Yeah. And he's there to do whatever clown shit he does. And then he's there also to judge the pumpkin carving contest and surprise, surprise. Hold, hold. Okay. So everybody is entered as an individual. Yes. And there's only one prize, but the Mary Kate and Ashley are twins yeah and they they're entered as twins and their pumpkins are the same and they win which is a lot like full house in that if your last name is tanner you'll probably get all the cool shit yeah but then they especially may- michelle in full house everything rolls her way yeah and all shit rolls downhill yes um but it's just it's just funny to me that okay now we're willing. So what if what if two other kids had yeah. good pumpkins, but we make an exception for the well, Olsen twins? And, and I get it, like, I get it. It's of course they're gonna win. It's their it's movie. A plot device and, too. You know this wand you'll is used a lot in this movie. It kind of shows that there's some sort of mystique and, and magic that they have prowess that they one of them has some sort of like um, witching ability i was thinking about that today i was like man that's just that's really but you know when i should be focusing on work i was thinking man that really bugs me in that movie that all of a sudden the teacher's like and i'm gonna change the rules in the last two seconds it's mary kate and ashley or kelly and lynn then i was like well to be fair they were presented like the two of them were presented as sort of one individual, which lead, which leads into a conflict that twin real life that mm. twins face are that they're lumped in as one person, yeah. and that sort of is what this movie deals with is that 
they don't want to be twins anymore. Yeah, kind of threaded throughout the entire movie. You have these points of contention yeah. to where Kelly or Lynn says something, then the other one's like, no, I wanted to do that. Or I want to do yeah. that first. And they roll their eyes and they're like, like in later in the car, after the parents come and pick them up, and uh, and they're in the car and they're they're on their way to go see the mom's aunt Agatha Cloris Leachman because the the family has hit the skids they're on hard times because yeah. Eric McCormick's character his construction business ain't doing too hot so they want to go ask Aunt Agatha who they haven't seen in seven years for a loan um, but and like the girls are lamenting about being twins and yeah. then um, when they're on their way there. Oh no! That's that's after. Okay, I kind of yeah. went in sequence here, but they like they pull in and the parents go in to see. Aunt you can Agatha. tell there's a bone of contention, like yeah. at the at the party. Yeah. Um. So anyway, that the whole thing is about not just the Olsen twins not wanting to be twins, but also that's kind of one of the the main points about what Aunt Agatha yeah. does. And Aunt Agatha, she's a witch. She's dressed all. I mean. You can tell she's witch. She, she tells she's a bad guy because she's dressed in black. Yeah, exactly. And she's mean. Yeah. And uh, and she has frizzy gray hair. Exactly. Cloris Leachman is awesome in this. She's awesome. Yeah. Um, but like Aunt Agatha, like before they go into Aunt Agatha's house, the parents are like, she doesn't really like kids. And the Olsen twins are floored by this. Doesn't like, like kids. like, well, honestly, it's not a novel concept yeah. not to like kids. Kids are walking germ bags. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I don't really blame her. Don't get me wrong. I love our friends' kids. And sure, I, and I love, I love my our niece and our nephews. Like I love them all dearly. But like kids are listen, kids are great, but there's a lot of downside to having kids. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just me as a single guy, like in my late twenties, just talking right now, having like not ready for that point in my life. But I've I've seen secondhand mm-hmm. the effect, the negative effect that kids have on their parents. Yeah. And I'm like, I am in no hurry. Friend, friends who are like, I never got sick before I have kids. Now I'm sick all the time. And I'm yeah. like, see, why would you sign up for that? You sign up for being sick all the time. Why yeah. would you do that? You know who never gets sick? Aunt Agatha. Aunt Agatha, because she's a witch. Well, um, yeah, and she hates kids. And she hates and she hates kids. Yes. yes. So the parents go in to talk to Aunt Agatha. We just establish she's mean and she's... She is a manservant named George, and mm-hmm. and uh, the parents are in there talking to her while the girls are being. They're told to wait in the car, but they get out of the car and they run in. Naturally, naturally, they're going to be insubordinate. Yes, exactly. Scamps, scamps. If you will. Twins are insubordinate scamps. And they have. God said, "I only want one," and they're like, "No, there's going to be two. So insubordination starts at birth. Exactly. So they happen upon a grave digger who's thrown for a loop when he sees twins, as if twins were a new thing. Yeah, he's he's like, because he's like, he's digging. You were the- over there. Now you're over there. It's like twins aren't rare. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's yeah. like, why are you so spooked? I mean, he's naturally skittish, but it's like that seemed to be maybe in their movies or just in general. If there are twins anywhere, they're always posed as like freaks. Yeah, or it's like. Ah! Well, there's two of you. you it's like the, it's really not that you, uncommon. You have like a zany character, like looking back and forth, and you have the whooshing <laughs> <laughs> noise. <laughs> like you get that in those movies, though. Yeah. What? 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 Yeah. Uh, but you don't get that here. But yeah. he. What's nice is the grave diggers giving exposition. There's actually some like kind of funny moments between yeah. the girls and the grave diggers. That's the thing with like the young Olsen twins. Is, it's not every day you talk to a monster truck. Exactly. <laughs> a grave digger. <laughs> um, but they like, in this movie and in their younger movies, whenever they're talking with adults, they're always like given lines that make them sound like they're wiser beyond their years. Yeah. But then they're delivered from a little kid. So sometimes the words run together, but like the delivery's kind of there. Or they each get a word. Or they yeah, each get, they like each two get a word and then they say something yeah. together. Which but what I'm about and I'm going to tell you yeah. something. Yeah. Saying things um, in stereo, like saying things, um, what's the word? Um, in unison. In unison. Saying things in unison. It's involuntary. It's, com- it's like, completely involuntary i wouldn't tell you that as twins we don't mean to say things at the same time yeah like if we do like we'll do it and then we'll look at each other with looks of disgust why did we and then like people are like whoa that's crazy every time people are like whoa or whoa i'm telling you we did not plan it's it's a little insight into how twins twins work 
Okay, shut up. <laughs> a little insight into how twins work. That's involuntary. At least yeah. for us, like the same things in unison. Unless you're a fucking geek. Yeah. You exactly. and your twins love being twins. You're like, let's hold hands and wear the same clothes and say the same thing yeah. at the same time. Exactly. That's not us. No. But uh it's totally involuntary and we both look at each other after it happens like as if to say, like, why don't you shut up and stop saying what I say? Yeah. Um so it's get your own thoughts. Exactly. <laughs> but that's like one of the biggest things in these Olsen twins mm-hmm. movies is they always have to say things at the same time. Yeah. There's a certain cadence they say it and blah, blah, blah. Um, but the grave, freaks, the grave diggers giving uh, exposition about this moonstone mm-hmm. and how aunt Agatha has a moonstone and there's some weird shit that's going to go down at midnight on yeah. Halloween. So he's, he's afraid. And like I said, he's skittish. So he tries to stay in the light all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's this flashback. I was going to say they do do a nice little flashback. They do a little flashback to, which he said 50 years ago. I feel like that's too, like it should have been maybe longer than 50 years, but this is the forties that the 50 years from 1993 yeah. would be in 1943. So it actually, that makes sense. Still, um, movie, you got to convince me that they're old witch, they're old hags. Who cares? Who cares? Which, actually, side note, there, there's a certain point in Cloris Leachman's life in which she always looked like an old woman. Yeah. Like, she she looked young, like in the Mary Tyler Moore show and stuff like that. And then once you hit a certain decade, mm-hmm. you just kind of, her, her aging process kind of just stopped and she always yeah. just kind of looked the same. Yeah. But, which is well, fine. Yeah, I love me fine. some Cloris yeah, Leachman. Exactly. But the gravedigger, he go the he says Aunt Agatha had a twin named Aunt Sophia. Well, her name's Sophia. Okay, yes, <laughs> they named her Aunt Sophia. <laughs> Agatha had a twin sister. Always named... the bridesmaid, never the bride. Exactly. Um. Uh. But Sophia, and they had uh, they go to a flashback, and it's the Olsen twins in wigs mm. in the flashback. Um, yeah. <laughs> and they're like pr- playing croquet. Eating salmon croquettes. Yeah. Um, but then it's like the same castle that Aunt Agatha lives in now. And they're like, the sister wants you this, this, and that sister. And this the night. Great shot by Jove. Great job. Move, move, move. And, yeah. And then it's like, let's go look for the moonstone. It's like, how do they know about the moon? Yeah. Oh, it was a, there was a witch 200 yeah, years 200 earlier years who, li- who lived in there and hid the moonstone somewhere. And the girls, they go off. They both they split up looking for the moonstone. Let and, us look for that artifact yes. that an evil witch planted in our house. Exactly. And Agatha goes up, and little baby kid Agatha finds it in the attic mirror. Mm-hmm. And she comes downstairs. She's like, Sophia, Sophia. And she's like, did you find the moonstone? And then she's like, uh... No, and then the grave. <laughs> well, you seemed pretty excited she, about something. I said the grave robber. And then the grave digger was like, and maybe she I don't ne- know. She never shared anything with Sophia again. And it turns out Agatha is the mean one, and Sophia is the nice one. Yeah. Um. And what I thought was funny is the grave digger is so he reveals that Agatha's a witch, and he talks about a gathering and blah yeah. blah that happens on um, with juggalos and juggalettes. Yeah, and, exactly. Yeah. And like, what's a gathering? Like, like well, you see, homies, with the people. Who- Get together and drink Fago in backyard wrestling matches. Yeah. And they're called Juggalos and Juggalettes. Exactly. And they love insane clown posse. Yes. Um, different gathering. This yeah. is gathering of witches and warlocks. Uh, but the Gravedigger, I thought it was funny. Um, it goes into the flashback, so it's giving exposition that reveals the plot. And then part of it involves a flashback at the start. And then when it comes back into it, when it like comes back into yeah. present day, the grave digger he's, a, he's like, in a tree. Well, he he starts on the ground and then goes to the flashback, comes back to present day, and then he's in a tree. And my question is, how long do the Olsen twins have to wait for him to struggle up that tree? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like he's probably stopped him. Like he stopped the story. Uh, hold on. And then uh, oh, my the twins, caught. the twins are on the ground watching him grunt and slip up the tree without saying anything. <laughs> it's probably very strange. <laughs> yeah. Um. All the while, the parents are getting chastised and yelled yeah. at by Aunt Agatha for like begging for money or yeah. whatever. Even though Eric McCormick's like, "We'll pay you back everything mm-hmm. once I have it." Yeah. But we just need a tiny little loan. Yeah. Or whatever. But she, she's like, you know, I haven't seen you in seven years, and of course you're here to ask for money. And then the mom starts yelling at her, and they lament like. She's like, she doesn't say it to Aunt Agatha, but she's like, man, everything was so much better when Aunt Sophia was here. And then she yeah. just left. Like, she's yeah. just gone. And they, she speculated she met a guy and yeah. they moved, she moved away. Yeah, and he just, just left with Aunt sold. Agatha. Sold. Just 
too old. Which, honestly, I don't really blame Agatha. Like, no. she's like, this is the first time you've seen me in seven years and you're here to ask for money. Well, in the, and you'll get to it, the reason she's put in the mirror. Yeah. But I will just I'm say, like, with the man in the mirror. <laughs> that they had to pay big, big Buku Olsen twins money to get uh, Michael Jackson songs in this movie. Yeah. But yeah, you'll get to it. When you get to it, I'll kind of. I'll kind of give you my problem with mm-hmm. it, um, but yeah, but then, proceed. Like, yes, um, and then um, the the family is like they're talking or whatever after they leave Aunt Agatha's, and it's this over the shoulder from the back seat like <laughs> shot. They're at a stop sign, and the dad's talking to the mom, and we're introduced to Mister N this yeah. way because he splays himself on the family car, throws throws himself on the windshield, and starts cleaning the windshield, unwarranted, unwanted, like rubbing his junk on the the, yeah. the front of the car, and he's like, please, please, anything you can give. And he's like an old like a british accent yeah. he's like Ooh, any, any any type of money it's like i didn't ask for this i'm not giving you anything that and i've never seen that in real life but movies and tv have showed me that there were people that did that like back in the day they would just like wait at crosswalks mm-hmm. or stop signs or run up and just squirt you know you know wipe down your windshield ah, i provided a service for you money money please yeah exactly <laughs> totally so um but yeah it's it's like what i didn't i didn't ask for this it's like yeah hey come on Hand it yeah, over. Come on. And then the girls give him like a uh, a pineapple lollipop. He's like, yeah. I hate pineapple. Beggars can't be choosers, Mr. N. And you definitely are a beggar. Mr. I'm going to call him Mr. Montrose. Yeah, he's Hollywood Montrose from now we're, on. We're just going to say Hollywood Montrose for the rest yeah, of the movie. Or Meshach Taylor. Or me, yeah, exactly. Um, but it turns out like they're at next next they're at home and the mom is like telling the girls about aunt sophia like she's giving them like cinnamon cookies because it was yeah. sophia's recipe and then like this guy shows up from like the bank and he yeah there's another random kind of he, drop he, like, in yeah the, he like horn like horns his way into the house he's like oh everything looks great oh man everything looks bigger <laughs> once all the shit's gone above yeah. it he doesn't say shit but <laughs> elvis didn't really die he's on an island yes yeah, <laughs> so he's there or tubac and biggie it's <laughs> uh, <laughs> totally confused nine, yeah. because this is before Tupac and Biggie passed away. Holler if you hear me was making waves on the radio. Exactly, and like the dad, like you know, bum rushes his way and he's like, "Who the fuck are you? Get the fuck out of my house!" Yeah, exactly. And like he's like, he's like, if you know, if the bank, you know, the bank, I bank this and bank that and get out of my house, like banking. <laughs> fuck right off yeah, yeah exactly stuff like that and then like the door closes and the girls are standing there and like there's something we have to tell you uh the bank is foreclosing on the house on monday because we are poor as and, shit and that was the new buyer coming <laughs> yeah. in yeah that's why he was in your room measuring things. he's your new dad yeah exactly um you can stay but we have to go exactly um and then like they have a sweet moment with the girls where they're like hey we're a family we'll stick together yeah. let's just focus on tomorrow's halloween that is we'll- something that's great is their parent like eric mccormick and the other lady they're great parents they seem like the, and, and yeah. the actress have good chemistry they yeah. genuinely seem like they they're like a married couple yeah um but uh that's what i thought about will and grace but we see how that turned out yeah exactly uh, maybe she turned him gay <laughs> <laughs> i was hoping the whole time she'd turn him you know that's <laughs> yeah. why i watched every episode <laughs> hilarious show but my goal was never achieved yes. that's okay that's okay <laughs> um there are probably people who watched it for that. Oh, yeah. which, um It's like Oscar. What, Why do people always assume I like Will and Grace? <laughs> yes. Um, but, like, the parents, like, try to ease their worry. They're like, we're going to be okay. Yeah. Mo- Monday comes. We'll deal with it then. Tomorrow's Halloween. We'll go trick-or-treating. We'll get you all sorts of good stuff. And we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. We love you guys. Good night. Yeah. And then the... Do you... What, what day was... This is... That's not integral. But, like, what day was Halloween, do you think? Uh, probably like a Saturday. Okay, good. Because in the... Or Sunday. I, probably a Sunday, because that party would probably be on a point? Saturday. What's the point? Like, mm-hmm. my thing is... I don't know. My thing is, like, when I was a kid, even, even if Halloween wasn't on... I, I I don't know. I feel like Halloween should always be on a, a Friday or a Saturday. Like, Thanksgiving has a designated yeah, exactly. day of the week. Like, if it's on a Monday, it's like, what's the point? Like, I'm just, I'm going to yeah. get home from school, go ahead and trick or treat for like two hours, mm-hmm. come back, just go to bed, and go back to school the next day. Yeah. It's like, what? No. Halloween is much too joyous and festive to be mm-hmm. celebrated on a weekday. Yeah. And then, so, yeah, it's, it, exactly. It's same same thing I yeah. feel like for Christmas too. Yeah. Um but the you follow the parents out of the room and they're they're just they're so curious about the girl's sudden desire to 
want to just be separate to, you know, they're concerned about the girls, like not wanting to be twins anymore. And Don, who's Eric McCormick's character brings up something that I think is, shouldn't be lost on people coming from twins. He brings up how they want to be individuals and the mom's saying it must be hard for twins. Mm -hmm. It is. Like, I mean, to to get serious for a moment. It's not something I really think about anymore, but I still, like, it still hits me. That's like, man, there are certain things that people, that we don't experience that other people may have more easy experiences with, if that makes sense. Yeah, I just just think it kind of, because, because we made a joke how twins aren't a rare thing, I guess in a way they kind of are. Sort of, They're still kind of an anomaly to most people. Not many people experience you know, corresponding with twins. So since it's not so common, it's not an everyday thing. I think people tend to group twins together as if they're the same person. It's sort of the easy thing. Yeah, exactly. In their mind, it's like, ah, they they don't mind. Yeah, I get it for this person. uh, The other person can enjoy it. I'll get the same thing for the person. Yeah. With all honesty, I know for Matt and I, we value what makes us different from one mm-hmm. another. We want to be treated as individuals. Yeah. Almost as something as small as instead of saying the Webster, saying Matt and Steven. Yeah. Cause I, I told nobody has any, like people don't do it. They, they just say the Webster's cause like it's easy. Yeah. Like it's easier to, and that's, I'm that, I'm not yeah. mad at that. I totally get it. That's my name. Yeah, exactly. That's my name's Webster Webster. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I mean, it's just, I think twins, I know for us, we value that, individuality and we value when people acknowledge it exactly and they they acknowledge that we're individuals but all that aside i thought it was kind of cool that they kind of had that insert in there um but then it goes back to the girls and the girls have a plan and And they figure looks at kelly he's like i'm gonna stick a rat trap in between your legs no way way, this is my house now (laughs) (laughs) everything was great until you guys got here um stepbrothers um but uh so they they recognize since the family are in financial trouble they figure the girls figure that if they get the moonstone from aunt agatha they can free the nice aunt sophia who is stuck in a mirror um they think yes who she she was put there yeah um oh yeah they they don't don't know she's in a mirror yeah they 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 want to help and free her somehow. I think yeah. the grave digger said she was stuck in him or I don't, I, I don't know. I yeah. watched it yesterday. How do you expect me to remember all this? Yeah. Um, and Sophia, they want Sophia to help the family cause they know she would. So they start their plan during trick or treating the next day. So everybody's trick or treating. The parents are like, come on girls. And the girls are like running up behind them. But then they stow away in some bushes and they're like, hey, you. They talking swap to, costumes. Yeah, talking to another kids. set of trick-or-treaters. And uh, their plan is to, yeah, swap costume with two other trick-or-treaters. And I thought this was funny because they were like, not, not ah, ah, funny. But <laughs> uh, <laughs> sling blade. Um, they're like, we'll give you all of our candy if you put on our costumes. And one of the kids was like, those are for girls. All the while, he's standing right next to a girl. Yeah, exactly. Um, so whatever. The kid was dressed like Shredder. Uh, so they swap costumes and the new kids follow Eric mm-hmm. McCormick and, um, the mom, Christy McVie yeah. <laughs> from Fleetwood Mac. Exactly. Um, so the girls, Christy McVie. <laughs> the girls are now off by themselves on this grand adventure to go free Aunt Sophia and they find Mr. N living under a bridge and he laments about not wanting handouts. About living under a bridge. Yes, exactly. <laughs> He's like, she, they're like. There's a, you know, if Boy, do I hate living under this bridge, <laughs> but it's the only place I can go. Um, but, but I would uh, love to drive a Mercedes. <laughs> yeah, he, he, yeah, he talks about being rich, but he doesn't want to work for it. Yeah. Um, that's that's one of the problems I have with Mr. N outright, because um, not only does he like throw himself on cars <laughs> for the insurance. <laughs> for the insurance, I was just about to say. <laughs> not only does he like clean windshields without people asking um he like because the girls are like you know there's a there's like a new like soup kitchen you can go to if you're homeless and he's like i don't want a handout i don't like soup yeah he wants to be filthy well, rich my name only he wants to be filthy rich uh without doing anything or being proactive he just wants millions of dollars to fall into his lap boy isn't that just a ooh, isn't that just a an allegory for democrats huh 
I don't know what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> I'm talking about double double uh, toys. We're not going to talk about this shit. I'm talking about yeah. Macbeth. Yeah. Um. So the girls are like, "We're going to do this and that. We're going to." And he's like, "That's quite a that's quite an adventure. Like, shouldn't go alone." He's like, and they talk about the moonstone. He's yeah. like, "Is this this uh, the moonstone? Is it uh, like priceless?" And they're like, "It's probably worth a lot of money." And he's like, "I should probably escort you." Yeah. And uh, the trio. Well, my name is in Hollywood Montrose. My name is in Hollywood Montrose, baby. Yeah. Or whoever his name was in designing women. Uh, so the trio hitch a ride on a pumpkin truck. And after a while um, on the road, Mr. N, uh, like the girls are talking about, you know, if you want that money, why don't you get a job? And he's like, why don't you get a job, lady? <laughs> he's like, I'd rather not get a job. Um, why don't you just whore yourself out, Mr. N? Um, Mr. N. So after a little while on the road, they're singing. They're singing the song "I Know" song gets in everybody's nerves, and they just keep saying that part. Yeah. Well, and the, you, the, the lyrics are and this is how it yeah. goes, and then he's singing over again. Well, and the whole time, like, a he's like Anthony Bouvier's like. Let's sneak on the back of this pumpkin truck. That's his character from Designing Women. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I, mean, I saw you looking it up. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Hollywood Montrose is like, let's sneak on the back of this pumpkin. Let's hitch a ride or whatever. Meanwhile, like the guy that drives the pumpkin truck isn't that far away. He's actually like walking by them as they're walking towards <laughs> this pumpkin truck. It's like, He's, hey, wh- what y'all doing? They should have <laughs> just been whistling. Yeah, it's like, like whoop, 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 nothing whoop. to see here. <laughs> We're just hitching a ride on your truck. And then as they're as they're singing that song, you're telling me he doesn't like hear it. Yeah, he doesn't. He, he doesn't. So what's what's that chattering? Yeah. Hey. Uh, and then like get at, the goddamn glove. <laughs> <laughs> after a while, Mister N hangs off the side of the driver's side to get the driver's attention. Then causes him to swerve and lose a lot of his pumpkin inventory he is delivering. <laughs> and then they run away. He's like, "Let's go, run, 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 girls!" Yeah. And then the guy, rightfully so, um, like chases them down. Yeah. But then I guess just gives up. That's probably that that month's rent. Yes. Is those pumpkins. Um, so they're walking for a little bit and blah, blah, blah. Howard Montrose is wondering if it's even worth his time to be out there. They're like, yeah. he's like, how big is this stone anyway? And they're like, pretty damn big. Yeah. And he's like, ooh, <laughs> I want a slice of that pie. My, my, my. <laughs> big, you say? Yeah. He all of a sudden has suspenders on and he's sticking his thumbs under his boobies. <laughs> yes. Um, how far, Ridge? I cannot tell. <laughs> We're going to talk. That's waiting for Guffman. Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, so the three of them happen upon a tiny house in the middle of the woods, and it belongs to, uh, as they find out, Oscar the Clown from the beginning. Mm-hmm. After the girls break into the house, uh, <laughs> they break they with, do. with, gum, with gum and a hairpin. Yeah. Um, Oscar, uh, the door's open. But Oscar laments to them at how he doesn't like people seeing him because he's afraid they'll laugh at him for being a little person. Um, and also, he doesn't like strangers in his house like yeah. anyone wouldn't yeah. like. Exactly. Um, but he like he's like, what are you doing here? Yeah, and they're like, you're Oscar the Clown. He's like, well, I'm Oscar the Grouch during the weekend. Or yeah. during the week. Fuck, I messed up my joke. Well, that's okay. I get it. Oscar the Grouch. Oscar the Grouch during the week. He's Oscar the... Never mind, folks. Sorry. He's... Sorry, everyone. Halloween Montrose is like, hello. Like, he's yeah. through the window. He's like, whatever. yo, Anthony Bouvier. <laughs> he's like, I love designing women. That was almost the no, night court no, theme. Yeah, it was night court. That's the designing women that's the designing women yes. theme. Yeah. Dale to book. Yeah. Uh, Annie Gloria Potts. Gloria Sugar Baker. Yes. Gene Smart. Annie Potts. Um, anyway. Texas. What's her What's her tits? Um, Texas. Texas yes. nuts. Exactly. <laughs> um, but uh, so with him not wanting the people to see he's a little person because they laugh at him and the girls not wanting to be twins, the mm-hmm. whole movie is about identity. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's, it's a, sympathizing with minorities. <laughs> Like twins and little people <laughs> and mm-hmm. homeless, homeless Hollywood Montrose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All of the minorities. Yes. Homeless people who don't want to work for things. Yep. Um, just Mr. N. Yeah. Um, but uh, they're like, we need to go to this gathering because that's where Aunt Agatha is going to be. And he's like, yeah. who the hell's Aunt Agatha? He's like, yeah. I know about the gathering. So they get in the Oscar mobile and uh, the twins and their companions are now on their way to the gathering. And Missed opportunity for an Oscar Mayer Wiener mobile. 
so let's go back to the parents. Meanwhile, the parents are ready to take the girls home, but then it's revealed to them they came dangerously close to kidnapping as the two children mm-hmm. who have been with them the whole time take off the girls' costumes and they're like, "We don't want to go with you guys. We want to go home." Yeah. And uh, and they want to go to their own, they want to go to their own homes, which begs the question, where are their parents? Exactly. So now, like, the, so the kids are at their home explaining yeah. the situation, and um, and then this is also another red flag on how flippant other adults are. They're like, they're probably at a Halloween party or friend's yeah. house. It's like, you know, that's kind of irresponsible to lose track that's, of your kids. Yeah, that that you see that in like, I don't know. We'll pro- we'll cover Airbud Seventh Inning Fetch at some point. Mm-hmm. But it's and that that movie has sort of a similar thing to where like oh where's Denise or whatever it's like mm-hmm. oh I don't know I'm sure she'll show up it's like no one's gonna go look for her yeah she hasn't showed up and like she hasn't she said she'd be at the game and she's not at the she game said she'd be here two weeks ago yeah exactly like, she's where's still the, not here I'm sure she'll be all right I'm sure she's fine she'll show up it's like no one's gonna look for her yeah. So now our four heroes are at the gathering and they're surrounded by freaks and dregs. Yeah. Um, so like witches and warlocks. Although and only some of them looked like witches and warlocks. The other ones just looked like regular people. They're fans of witches and warlocks. Yeah, I'm sure there was a fan section because you had that like rotund looking woman who had the glasses. Yeah. Who seemed to be the most vocal of all of them, which is indicative of a lot of fan bases. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, she's like, oh, boo, boo, children are awful. Whereas, like, you sort of got the impression from the other, like, the real witches that are like, calm calm down, lady. Yeah, like, Agatha's up there. She's like, queen witch, bitch. And, like, she, like, is given this whole, like, soliloquy about, you know, There's there's this and there's that and Halloween this and Halloween that. And, you know, there's this and that. there's, There's a threat to, like, our power here is two little girls and twins twins and like <gasps> twins and then uh like the group is there and blah 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 they're in makeup now and uh they're trying to come up with a plan to get the stone oscar comes up with a plan of getting on mr n's shoulders draping himself in a large cloak and pantyhose on his head mm-hmm. and he has agatha like he calls her down he's like i'm so and so from the all scene whatever yeah. and uh and he's like he, he's like head honcho bad boy yeah like an Ag- sorcerer or agatha whatever. comes down and like starts like puffing out her chest and she's like you know what like who the hell are you yeah and uh he try he he has her going for a little bit that he's a powerful sorcerer and as oscar um is talking and whatever mr n's arm comes out from underneath and throws in a magic powder into the cauldron and in the middle of the room or a cauldron in the middle of the room and that way there's a reaction quote unquote yeah. when he summons it and the plan is working fine, and then for some reason, Mr. N pokes his head out from under the cloak. The trick in the tricksters. Exactly. Um, but this pisses Agatha off, and she's like, like, get them or whatever, and you know, the twins are over there. And whatever bad people, whatever bad guys say. <laughs> whatever bad guys say in movies. I don't know, get them. <laughs> um, and so they all go chase Seize them, yeah, if they, this were a medieval movie. Exactly. They all they chase these heroes, our heroes, our heroes. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, the parents... This is, I, this, I, this is a nice group of protagonists. Yeah. Um, Oscar, Anthony Bouvier, the twins, yeah. and then the gravedigger comes along. It's like, I, I like this group. You this have, is a fun little group to grow up nice, with. a diverse group of people. Grew up watching this movie yes uh meanwhile the parents are getting jerked around by the cops they're genuinely concerned over where their daughters are but everyone is downplaying their disappearance it's like maybe it's a prank i have kids too don't worry about it they'll show up yeah they'll show up up somewhere it's like a dog who runs away always come home one of the one of the cops was like maybe it's a prank and they're like they're seven yeah exactly what kind of prank could they like pull it's like maybe they're at friend's house and i'm sure they're fine at home is everybody dumb how much independence (laughs) do you expect to give first graders yeah like that's that that's also baffling to me but i don't want to hear any of this yes um after being tricked and Agatha and her brood go looking for the group. Mr. N and Kelly go one way, and Oscar and Lynn go another. Uh, Agatha corners uh, Mr. N and Kelly, and uh, Mr. N tries to bargain with her, but she turns him into a crow. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. N, why don't you try offering sex? Yeah, That's exactly. my question. You kept offering monetary gain. Yes, maybe Aunt Maybe Agatha. she needs a little loving. Exactly. It's just tries to go be desert. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, make, My libido thing. is neato. 
That's what she sort of said. <laughs> Agatha then disguises herself as Sophia. Also, the whole time, like, Sophia's hearing stuff that's going on. Yeah, because we're seeing Sophia. Yeah, we're in, seeing like, her cutaways. in the mirror. And she's like, oh, oh, dear me. Oh, dear yeah. me. And stuff like that. I mean, it's they're not, like... Lo- they're not like lone shots we're just going oh I hope someone comes and saves yeah, me like Agatha it's- has moments where she's like like talking down to her in the mirror and she's like you know you're gonna be done for at midnight and blah yeah. blah blah so this whole time you know Agatha's been talking to Sophia yeah. and calling her like a goody two shoes and all that um, so Agatha tries to trick Kelly into disguising herself as Sophia uh, but she's but- by disguising herself as Sophia that's she doesn't try to trick Kelly into disguising herself yes, as Sophia. So, uh, Agatha disguises herself as Sophia, uh, but Kelly is on to her games. Uh, she figures it's Agatha and not Sophia by duping her into liking chocolate chip cookies <laughs> or something like that. Which, color me bad. Yeah. If, if, that's, if, that's a, if that means I'm a bad boy. I guess I'm always Aunt Agatha because I love chocolate chip cookies. Mm-hmm. Never had a cinnamon cookie, yeah. but I can tell you I'll always pick chocolate chip. Over cinnamon, even though I've never had cinnamon cookies yeah. before. But she, what she really does is she's like, "What? Well, I can't wait to have our favorite cookie, your favorite cookies, chocolate chip." She's like, "I love chocolate chip." She's like, "Oh, baby, I love chocolate chip cookies." <laughs> Wrong. Got you, bitch. Yeah. It's like, Aunt Sophia likes cinnamon. Later, Aunt skater. Aunt Sophia likes brownies. <laughs> Aunt Sophia likes pie, baby. <laughs> um. Uh, oh, I love chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> but, but then uh, now, I'm Mr. Crow. Mr. N is a crow. He got turned into a crow. And he finds... Meshach Taylor has like four different names in this, in this exactly. episode. Uh, now so, he's Mr. Crow. So Mr. Crow finds... Mr. Lynn, C. Mr. Lynn and Oscar. He finds Lynn and Oscar and breaks the bad news that Agatha has captured Kelly. Um, so the trio enlists the help. They find the skittish gravedigger to take them to Aunt Agatha's to rescue Kelly. Aunt Agatha's castle is locked, so Oscar blows up a bunch of balloons and floats into an open window. Hilariously. <laughs> yes, it's you can tell, you can see the wire and everything. Um, rumor has it that's how a few of the dogfights between the Royal Air Force and Luftwaffe and World War mm-hmm. II went down. Just yep. via... Uh, there got, were a lot of Oscars that died unceremoniously. Yes, exactly. Um, the trio of Oscar, Lynn, and the Gravedigger, along with Crow, Mr. N, find Aunt Sophia in the mirror and tells them how Aunt Agatha trapped her and she tells them the story of how Aunt Agatha trapped her in the mirror like she wants to go off and marry George who is who turns out George Aunt Agatha's manservant was Aunt Sophia's Mm -hmm. fiance who was put under a spell yeah exactly which here's my thing is like Aunt Agatha doesn't want to be twins anymore Mm -hmm. Aunt Sophia approaches and said I'm running away with George and never coming back there's the answer to your problem yep (laughs) so it I, I was like, wait, so you wanted to deal with her anymore? I think it's, Great. I think, I think, I think the money, whatever money they have. No, because they they're only rich because of the Moonstone. Ah, that's no, all I got to say. Well, no. I think maybe the money's Aunt Sophia's. It has to be like family money because they've been living in that castle since they were little girls. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It, she, yeah, she's up. Proceed. In, she's up in arms, and she should have just said, "Good riddance." Like, okay, see you later. Great. Yeah, I denounce you as my twin. Um, so yeah, they fan. Sophia tells them the story of how she got trapped in a mirror. She'd been trapped in the mirror for the past seven years. She wanted her independence and marry her boy toy George, uh, but Agatha then put George under spell, made him her servant after trapping her in a mirror via the Moonstone. Uh, Sophia says it'll it'll take the power of twins together with the Moonstone to free her. So not just the Moonstone. Yeah. Uh, because uh, Mr. Crow has the Moonstone now. Yeah. Uh, he like, yeah. There there there's a scene on the steps in the castle to where like uh, she's that because that's was that's where she's like give me the Moonstone or I'll kill oh, your sister. Oh yeah, like the three the the group is at Aunt Agatha's and yeah. Aunt Agatha George and Kelly walk in. And uh, Lynn is trying to bargain with her, and uh, which leads to one of the more one of the actual like funny moments. Yeah, like she's she's doing like the um she's like you know free Cross her heart free well free Mr. N like free all of us free Kelly and I'll give you the Moonstone. She's like yes yes she's like you know promise she's like yes a promise she's like cross your heart she's like yes cross cross my heart hope to die and hope to die stick a needle in your eye shake your bottom if you got them and agatha stammers and she's like stick a needle in your bottom yeah just give me the moonstone <laughs> that's actually that's actually i was like that's a, that was the only moment we actually yeah. like laughed because yeah. just her delivery was great um 
And of course, Lynn gives it to her, but she lied. No, like, I, I lied. I, I lied. Um, but Cloris Leachman lied, and she says, you know, I can't cross my heart. She's like, you crossed your heart. She's like, that's the thing. I don't have a heart. But then Mr. N grabs it. He's like, but I do. And like, as a crow, as a crow, yeah. as his crow voice. And he, uh, he grabs in his beak to redeem himself because he took a bribe earlier because he gave up. Lane well, he tried, to, he tried to take a bribe. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Agatha then turns Oscar and grave man into turtles, mm-hmm. um, which Gravedigger has, has a line that when we yeah. watched this a couple weeks mm-hmm. ago, I was like, yeah, that's actually a pretty nice line. Uh-huh. And then yesterday I was like, that's actually, that's a really good message. He yeah. says, he says, I found out through this. That he's like, now being brave isn't about, I learned that being brave isn't about not being scared. It's about being scared and still doing what you have to anyway. Yeah, because he's afraid of Aunt Agatha. Yeah. Like, he's so skittish because she's a witch. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's a that's a really good line. Uh, the girls get the stone eventually and are standing in front of Sophia, but she can't give them, they have to do an incantation. She yeah. can't, they're like, all right, what is it? She's like, I can't give it to you. Like, to free me, it has to come from what? your heart. Yeah, and they're like, oh, what? It's like, uh, what, what? Uh, just like that. And the bell tolls, and then the bell tolls signifying it's after midnight, so all is lost. Yeah. Uh, so in the midst of defeat, the girls tell one another they love one another, and they don't care that they're twins, and they like being twins. Then the house starts going yada, berserk. Yada, yada, yada. Yeah, the cow, heart, house starts going berserk. And then Sophia is freed. Oscar, Mr. N, and the gravedigger turn human again. And George isn't a manservant anymore. Agatha is gobsmacked. Well, it's like, how did this happen? And one of the twins is like, I turned the clock forward five minutes. Yeah, yeah. So she's gobsmacked, and Lynn and Kelly, and Lynn or Kelly, which one of them reveals, she turned the clock forward five minutes. Agatha tries one more last-ditch effort, um, tussles with Sophia, tussles with Sophia, and then gets pushed into the mirror, and then the mirror breaks. Because um, the parents show up and the, their dog runs up the stairs and, and knocks over one of the Olsen twins. Yeah, and she breaks the mirror. Um, shards of glass go all inside the Olsen twin. Now that Olsen twin, now one of the other Olsen twins isn't a twin anymore because uh, one of them's a deformed freak. Exactly. Um, so everybody embraces and all is right. Gravedigger is praised for his bravery. Oscar was extraordinary. And Mr. N realized friendship is more important than money. The movie ends with Sophia loaning money to the parents. She and George are locking cracked lips and kissing each other's liver spots. God. Uh, every, everyone calls on the girls. Girls! Just like that. But they're cleaning up the broken glass from the mirror. Agatha pops up in a shard of glass and tries one more time to coerce the twins. But they quote John Matrix at the end of Commando and say, no chance. <laughs> Agatha exclaims she hates Halloween and Fight for Love by Power Station plays a song. <laughs> Not really. Yeah, it was during the credits is i want a pizza the p-i-z-z-a whipped cream flowing like waterfalls that's pretty much bubble bubble toil and trouble a harmless but fun family romp even the even the menace and even anything that's tried to be sinister mm. within the world that's being presented yeah. is totally innocuous and totally just lighthearted. this the the and here, here's where we say what we like about it mm-hmm. because we do riff it. We do riff stuff on the dollar rentals, but ultimately say what we like about yeah. the movie. Um, I like the aesthetic mm-hmm. is overcast pretty much the whole time. Yep. Um, it's the those early 90s, not just fashions, but like the early 90s sort of, you said like made for TV movie yeah. sort of mm-hmm. feel to it. It's the Olsen twins. It's got like character actors in there that you recognize it's it's silly it's goofy it captures the like we mentioned before the innocent part of Mm -hmm. halloween that that we like because i like the scary stuff um and you know we should mention this is a complete 180 from last week where we talked about a slasher film i like the slasher stuff i like scary movies i like the sinister imagery Mm -hmm. but when i talk about my love for halloween i always kind of lean more into the innocent yeah sort of you know like i said elementary school halloween party decorations and like fall festivals Mm -hmm. and pumpkin patches and stuff i also like in movies like this and Ernest scared stupid kind of looks like yeah yeah too um i like in those movies uh finding like familiar properties and well-known properties Mm -hmm. and like like kind of laughing at though oh they got that and how do they have coke all over over the place or this um because sure like the the Olsen twins weren't were they they were but then they weren't like the money cows that they began yeah. that they became same with dual star yeah. 
Like they were making a shit ton of money from this and Full House and various other things. Um, so I guess they could have had the money, but more low budget made for TV things. It's always fun to kind of point out where like the well-known properties are like shredder or their, yeah. you know, you'll see like power Rangers in the background yeah. or you see like product placement of like, Oh, did they pay to get that in there? Yeah. And it's just funny to kind of point that out in I, movies like this. I, I like these kinds of movies are the ones like when you meet people who love the fall and love Halloween mm-hmm. They'll talk about movies like this. They're like, I grew up watching it, and yeah, it's not that great, but I love it. And you know, we watched it a few years ago with our friend Teresa, mm-hmm. who, if you listen to this, hello, <laughs> Teresa. Hi. Um, a, a lot of our great Halloween memories are hanging out at your apartment in the last, you know, six or seven six years. Or seven years. Yeah. Um, but like people like her and other people are. You know, if we watch it with them, they'll point out things and be like, this part used to make me crack up or whatever. They make yeah. it take like a small and significant line mm-hmm. and just like repeat it and just be like, oh man, that, that caught me when I was a kid or whatever. Mm-hmm. I just, I like listening to that kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah. And it's just, it's nice. Um, it's one of those things where, yeah, we didn't grow up with it, but we've, we've watched it in the past couple of years because yeah. it was something we always saw was on TV or yeah. at the video store or something. And, yep. you know, it's, I think it's made its way into the rotation of yeah. things just mm-hmm. cause I like always go for the innocent and whenever we can find something that's innocent, um, yeah. we kind of try to latch it's, on to it's it. It's so funny around this time of year for me, at least it doesn't matter what it is. doesn't matter if it's from a property that I don't watch anyway, that on any other given month, I wouldn't care about if it's, if it's Halloween related, mm-hmm. I'll watch it. It doesn't yeah. really matter what it is. Yeah. Yep. So that was double, double toil and trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, next week we'll be back to kind of the more scary, elements yep. uh we'll be talking fright night and we're Top. very excited for that some oh, amazing like horror comedy mm-hmm. yeah great movie we're the talking, original fright night not the con Farrell one yeah exactly um so we're talking about that with the great chris sarandon yep in it um choose for, he chews it up you you movie. made it when you said we're talking to talk about it with the wonderful chris sarandon for uh, a second i was like Oh man, I wish we had Chris Sarandon on the podcast. Yeah, exactly. Um, but that was Radcast Dollar Rentals for week two of the five weeks of fright. Um, like always, be good to yourselves, be good to each other, because I you want to be rude when you could be rad. We'll see you next week. This concludes our broadcast day.